how can we use that to our advantage so that we give ourselves permission to rest? Yeah. When, when we, our bodies are calling us to rest without yeah. all this limiting conditioning stuff that says, no, 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 no. You need to work harder. You need to be doing more. Get off the couch and get some shit done. Like that whole mind game that we play with ourselves. Right. Dead. this human design philosophy says, no, 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 no. You're a projector. You just spent all of your energy helping all these clients today. And you need to get on that couch and you need to rest and right. refill your cup. Welcome to the Everyday Wise Woman podcast. I'm so excited you are here. My name is Cody Lee, and I'm the host of this podcast. My main goal is to help you discover that there is an incredibly beautiful, wise woman that lives within you, that lives within all of us. My hope is that through the stories of other women and the guidance that is shared on this podcast, you will discover the wisdom within you that is always present, always available, and easily accessible. So come along and join me on the great adventure of the everyday wise woman. Welcome, Amy. I'm super excited to be Thank doing you. an interview with you. The interview of uh, wisdom from the everyday woman. You are one badass woman. Let me tell you. Thanks. If you don't already know this. <laughs> so first, I just wanted you to like maybe tell uh, me or us a little bit about you. Like, what is it that you do? Um, Cause I know you're in a couple different things between body, mind coaching and human design and Thai massage. So like give like a little bit of an overview of the amazingness that is Amy. Oh gosh. <laughs> this might take a while. I'm kind of complicated. <laughs> and I, hey, and I love hey. that. That's kind we got of, all day. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Oh, wow. So let's see. Um, I grew up an army brat and knew that I was going to join the military from like age five. And I did. And I spent 15 years in the Navy. Nice. Yeah. That was kind of a a incredible <laughs> experience <laughs> right that was a different human yeah and I think back to the paradox that was my life because I was in such a a masculine dominated world mm -hmm. and I was searching for softness you know everywhere I could and right. that's that's how I found yoga and I I took to yoga mostly power yoga. <laughs> I was trying to like filter out, I think some of that masculine energy, just like get it out of my system. And that felt yeah. like the appropriate thing to do. Hot, really hard, intense, intense power yoga for yeah. years. And it served me. Um, it was what I needed at the time. But once I got out of the military, I she sort of had an identity crisis. Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking, well, what, what did I normally do when I was stuck? 
I, I normally did yoga, just moved my body. Right. So I went back to my mat and this time I just didn't have the energy or the, the oomph to do the power yoga anymore. Just couldn't do it. Like it was just, just didn't have it in me. I was just sort of just depleted. Right. Almost but, like you were really starting to enter a stage of receiving receptivity. Yes. And, and yeah. forced rest. <laughs> Don't like, you just I, love that? Forced yeah. <laughs> forced. Okay. I, I couldn't move my body. So I just had to rest, but it was comforting to be back on my mat. Right. And so I started to experiment a little bit with like restorative yoga and gentle yoga and yin yoga, that yoga that just brings you to this quiet place. Mm -hmm. And I kept asking like, what am I supposed to do with my life now? (laughs) (laughs) Which is, you know, both uh, an amazing question to ask and also like, opens up this door of like, I don't know. I I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. Right. um, A reawakening. Totally, totally. And so the answer showed up in the form of time massage. Okay. And I took this CE class for, um, for yoga teachers, but I was really interested in like, what does a yoga teacher do? And it was open to the public. So mm-hmm. I took this class called Holding Space. Ooh. Yeah. And Which you were already kind of in the middle of doing. For myself, like I was totally right. holding it, totally holding space for myself. I didn't even know that. And that clicked. And the, the person that taught that workshop was a Thai yoga practitioner. And so I picked her brain about what is this Thai yoga thing and eventually started researching it and taking classes on it. And then at the same time, I decided to become a yoga teacher. Yes. Well, this is all I want to do with my life is right now. Just figure it out later. (laughs) And so I was on this parallel trajectory of like learning how to be a yoga teacher diving into yoga philosophy, reading the Bhagavad Gita every day. And I love the Bhagavad Gita. Love it. I didn't know you loved the Bhagavad Gita. So cool. I have read it, read it probably four times, cover to cover. I'm in my second. Yeah. It's, it, I go through phases where I just can't get enough of it and then I don't want anything right. to do with it. Right. It's like deep. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, I don't have this energy for that right now. <laughs> I just need to pause. Just yeah. Need to pause. Yeah. I don't well, want my soul. One apart. of the, right. <laughs> one of the big things I'm hearing and what you're saying that I really like is, you know, you allowed yourself to be receptive. You're opened up and you said, what is my life supposed to look like now? But then you didn't wait for the final answer. You just took the next step. Mm-hmm. like you didn't, didn't wait for yeah right it was just yeah. it feels right to go this way it feels right to take this class and then you just took the next right step and mm-hmm. and I love that because I think sometimes we get so caught up in um what is the next thing that I'm doing with my life mm-hmm. it has to be like 
a perfect plan that comes to us and says, oh, here's silver platter. Here's, you're going to be a teacher for the rest of your life. Go. And it's like, no, what happens is you like, you take this retreat or you take this class or you read this book and then it leads to this next thing, which leads to this next thing. And you never could have known unless you really allowed yourself to be open to the answer and just the next right answer, not necessarily the final answer. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I look back at that time in my life and I think what allowed me to do that is because I was so depleted that I didn't, I didn't have the, the energy to resist my normal patterns, my normal limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. I was just trying to make it through the next day. Right. And so I was really tuned in because I was really, really raw with myself because I just had like, right. I, I was in crisis. Yeah. Yeah. It was intense. And, and there's a lot, there's a lot more in that part of my life. Um, right. Right. That happened. Well, and I think that it's really powerful that, that, you know, in those experiences of our lives, where we're in crisis, it almost can be, if we allow it, an invitation into something greater. But the invitation isn't doing more, it's actually in opening up to receive more. And I think that that's really, really like powerful. Especially when people are really in it, like they're stuck in it. I don't know how many times I've been stuck in, Mm -hmm. you know, the complete struggle of my own life. And I'm just like, I got nothing. I don't even got enough to like get out of bed right now. Exactly. (laughs) What do I do? (laughs) Uncle. (laughs) Uncle. (laughs) That's so good. Uncle. Uncle. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's what it was about. It was totally a surrender, you know, and unintentional. I'll be totally transparent. I did not set out. Oh, I'm going to surrender a greater power that is beyond my comprehension. I was just like, all right, I don't have any other cards left in my deck. So what's next? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so as you moved into the Thai yoga, Mm -hmm. how, how did that kind of move forward into some of the stuff that you're doing now? It was, it was a really beautiful progression. And the main component was connection. Because when I was in the military, I never, except my partner that I'm with right now, I never connected really with anyone at a soul level. Right. We were all in presentation mode. We were just showing up how we thought we were supposed to show up to be the best version of this, in my case, officer. Right. And how am I supposed to lead people? What kind of person am I supposed to be? And then I'll just be that person. Right. You know, no matter who I actually am, that's not like part of the equation. (laughs) That's powerful. Yeah. And so you don't you don't get a chance to connect with people at that level unless you are in crisis, unless you are in a life or death situation, which did happen to me in numerous times in my career where I was like, all right, this is another human. We need to have 
like some sort of telepathic communication right now because this needs to happen. Right. And then you could reach that level of connection. And once that crisis had passed, then then it was you were back to your presentation. Yeah, it's like you went back to your hole or something. Exactly. Put the costume back on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And let me prove I that. to you that that I'm good enough or that I'm worthy enough or honorable enough. Right. Instead and- of in in the place of just being you none of that is even a question you just are you just are you're able to just be authentic because you don't have time to worry about the other bullshit excuse my friend yeah (laughs) no please please yeah that's really what it boils down to is you don't have time you know you still don't have time to worry about all that stuff just you just have to be in the moment present right and it saddens me now to think that, wow, you know, we have so many people in that modus operanda, mm-hmm. this constantly living, you know. I kind of see it as like the shuffling of the masks. You know, yeah. it's like, I'm going to put on the mother mask, then I'm going to put on the daughter mask, and then I'm going to put on the wife mask, then I'm going to put on the friend mask, then I'm going to put on the, you know. But in all of that, like, where am I? And when we keep doing that, then of course, nothing is ever going to be good enough because the mask is like the definition of who we need to become or who we need to be in order to be okay in other people's eyes. And it has nothing to do with who we really are. Right. Exactly. And it, I mean, to sum it up, it's, it's, I've spent almost two decades in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Completely disconnected from my body. And when I left the military, I had a medical record that was this thick. Wow. Like, it literally weighed like 20 pounds because of all the things that were wrong with me in my body because I was so disconnected. Disconnected. IBS, GERD, um, hiatal hernia, you oh. know, endometriosis, migraines tinnitus you name it it two knee just destroyed knees you know and like a shoulder injury and a wrist injury and like all these things that were like happening in my body but I didn't have any awareness of it and therefore I couldn't connect with people in that way unless I had to get in my body in a fight or flight mode for survival right right and so when I started doing Thai massage I realized that was what was happening is that I was so disconnected from my body. And once I could connect to my body, I healed myself. I healed myself and I haven't been to the doctor in like six years. <laughs> I mean, That's I've so had, powerful. You know, I've had lots of self-care, acupuncture and chiropractic care and body work. And, you know, th- those are my, that's my health care now. Whereas before right. I was on a slew of medications and, and every imaginable, you know, thing that you can put in your body. Yes. Yeah. 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 Painkiller, literally. Yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't get enough of Thai massage. I couldn't get enough of it for that reason, because it was a way for me to heal myself through connecting with people. Yeah. And getting them in their body. Yeah. Which helps you get more into your body. Yes. It also sounds like even with uh, 
I almost hear that the, a, a component of really getting into your body is really cultivating a, a powerful habit of being open and being receptive. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like the fight or flight allowed you to have a window to see what was possible, but kind of like the breakdown in life really allowed you to open that door and go into it. So what do you do now that you don't necessarily have the fight or flight? How do you continue to like cultivate the openness and the receptivity? Because like, how, how do you see that that has uh, become a part of your life? It's mm, a great question. Yeah, I, what I noticed when I really started to tune into my own body and and connect this being that I am as a as a whole being, with stuff started to um, dislodge, dislodge, like unearth, yes. You know, shit that I had been holding on to since who knows when that was like stuck in my body. And then once I said hello to it and it was like showing up and asking me to integrate it in some way and just really learning how to do that for myself. And then what Mm -hmm. I noticed was that was happening for my clients too. Mm, Yep. And I was scared of it because I didn't know how to hold space for them in that way. I could manage it when it was my own stuff. Mm -hmm. But when it was somebody else's stuff sort of coming to the surface and releasing, um, I, I knew there was a way. I knew there was a really healthy way to, to hold space for them to process all of that. And so I started asking questions like, what do I do with all of this stuff coming up? My stuff, their stuff, our stuff. What is all this? And that's when I found body mind coaching. Love it. And that was the answer. That was the the model, the system that I was looking for. And and I, I took that system and ran with it for my own healing. Mm-hmm. And then by doing that, I attracted clients who were ready for that kind of healing too. Right. That like deeper next level healing. Right. And so for you, what do you think is the biggest thing that you individually get out of body mind coaching? And what do you think your clients get? I mean, to sum it up, I get a life for myself that I don't want to run away from. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. But I don't have to, um, I don't have to compartmentalize the, the bad emotions and, and I don't have to continue that cycle of storing things in my tissues mm-hmm. and my cells because it's too scary, because it's too painful. You know, I'm, I'm in a place where I can integrate it all because I see the beauty in it all. And yeah, and I'm, and I'm not looking for the next best thing. I'm like in this moment, 
Yeah. All, all the, as much as I possibly can be, you know, it's never a hundred percent. Otherwise, right. Spontaneously combust, but. <laughs> <laughs> no combusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just, um, body mind coaching taught me how to access my wholeness whenever I want. Even when That's I'm awesome. so depleted, because I'm still, you know, I'm still vulnerable to that as we all are, you know? Right. And what I'm learning through human design is that some of us are more susceptible to faster depletion than others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell, tell us a little bit about human design, because uh, I am excited for people to learn about yeah (laughs) I mean um body mind coaching is this whole thing it's it's really like body mind world Uh uh-huh in theory like it's not just we have a a mind and we have a body and connecting the two it's like no 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 no. once you can access that wholeness then you have access to everything else that you are connected to the whole thing absolutely whole, whole thing and human design came to me through another body mind coach, Christine in Alaska. Hi, Christine. Thank you. <laughs> and it, it sort of rocked my cerebral brain for a little bit. <laughs> I think as it does everyone who starts yeah. to human design. Yeah, it took me a while to where I could fully embody it. But I'm really grateful that it is, um, it can be a little bit brain heavy because mm-hmm. it's mind heavy um, because there's a chart and there's gates and there's astrology and there's planets and there's your zodiac sign and there's all these elements. Uncle! Uncle! Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of brain stuff. And at first I like latched onto that part. But what I'm working with now is okay, how can we take our energy types that we are according to our human design how can we use that to our advantage so that we give ourselves permission to rest yeah when we our bodies are calling us to rest without all this limiting conditioning stuff that says no 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 you need to work harder you need to be doing more get off the couch and get some shit done. Like that whole mind game that we play with ourselves. Right. Dead. this human design philosophy says, no, 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 no. You're a projector. You just spent all of your energy helping all these clients today. And you need to get on that couch and you need to rest and refill your cup right Right. now. (laughs) Right now. And it, it's this whole understanding of like, okay, we're all, we all have different amounts of energy that we have access to, and it's not a cookie cutter system. Absolutely. Which is one of the things I love about it. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone's curious, there are five types in the human design, and it's kind of the overview of how energy moves through your body, and then also how you use that energy to create, live, be everything. So there is projector, Mm -hmm. manifester, manifesting generator, generator, and reflector. 
And so each one has a breakdown of how the energy works. If you uh, want to look up your human design, please Google human design and you can find a free chart. Uh, you just need to know where you were born and the time and the date, of course, and then you can look it up and it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm a projector and I have I'm learned. A generator. <laughs> and we are literally energy wise, exact opposites. Yes. But when we both honor our energy types, uh, which as you're saying, and, and really one of the things I love about your journey is it's like, it's been a journey of integrating into the depth of your body and the intelligence that is in the body so that anything that comes to you, that's kind of a um, new understanding, even the human design. I mean, it's all about integration from your authority being in your body, in your guts, you know, rather than in the head, which is where so many of us try and live our life. <laughs> right. And I, it dawned on me the other day that, um, well, human design, it, you have an inner authority. Everybody has a different energy center within their body that is their authority. That is like the CEO of their being that they should always check in with before they make decisions. And not one single energy type has an authority in the head. I love not that. One. I love but it. Essentially, not a single being on this planet regardless of their energy type in human design should check in with their head before they make a decision. <laughs> Brilliant. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Right? Yeah. 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 All that so, head thinking time, yeah. you know, it was just mental masturbation. Exactly. <laughs> just cut that out. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it. So that brings us to today where you yeah. do three amazing modalities that mm-hmm. integrate the body-mind connection. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say body-mind first because yeah. it's really about getting out of our head and into our body and then seeing the authority from there, correct? Right, correct. So correct. That's yeah. awesome. And, and so now you you bring that to all of your clients, right? Yes. which is amazing amazing so one of the things when you were talking that I kind of wanted to ask you about if you have somebody that let's say there's someone watching this that is at that point where they feel the things coming up and they know that they need to integrate it or they at least feel it coming up but they've maybe spent most of their life running from that right Mm -hmm. How can you, what is something that you can give them to encourage them to take the next step forward, to really face it, integrate it, look at it, allow it to move, whatever that needs to look like? What, what advice would you give? Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to totally um, plagiarize our dear friend, Philip Shepard. <laughs> yes, I love Philip Shepard. Side note, if you haven't heard of Philip Shepard and Radical Wholeness, then you need to go get the book. There's your side note. Plug. Yeah. Yeah. And he he taught us this really simple mantra slash philosophy. And it's it's four things. Breathe. Yes. Rest. Receive. And integrate. Yeah. 
and I'm learning by applying those things in my own life. And when I'm feeling stuck, yeah. when I'm feeling on the verge of like, I know that I'm in sympathetic nervous system. I know that I'm in flight mode or freeze mode, or there's just anger. And I just want to like punch something, you know, I'm, I'm feeling all those things. And sometimes they're different. You know, one day it might be one version of sympathetic and the next day it might be another version. Right. It's It's just being able to, to walk that path that, you know, we are all sacred and divine. And when we can just drop down from the head and drop into our body and feel into our wholeness, and we can breathe into that wholeness, that immediately elicits this desire to just rest there. Yeah. Because it's so profound when you when you can drop down into the body and just feel yourself breathing, feel yourself, your heart actually beating. Yes. And then from that place of resting, then we're able to open that portal and receive whatever answers we're looking for. Mm -hmm. How do I get unstuck? Let me just listen. Let me just rest and listen and listen and listen and listen. And then the answers just come in. And and that's when we know, okay, this is how I'm meant to integrate this. What do I need to do in this moment to integrate this emotion that's coming up, this memory that's coming up, this pattern, this limiting, Mm -hmm. limiting belief that keeps showing up, this fear that keeps poking me in the back of the head (laughs) right and that's when when we're able to receive that's when the answers for integration show up do I you know do I need to move my body do I need to go on a walk do I need to write do I need to sing do I need to make art do I need to scream do I need to dance wildly in the living room do I need to yes and that that integration piece like what we are needing most in that moment to integrate that's what like clears the blockages and allows us to move forward Mm -hmm. in whatever way is appropriate for us but if we miss that integration piece then we're not moving forward from a place of wholeness. We're moving right. forward from a place of fear, from a place of uh, conditioning that says we have to, even though we're not ready yet. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. that trickles into all of our relationships. All the, everything else. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the simplicity of the breathe, of the rest, of the receive, and of the integrates because I love that it's you know I kind of get that image of like you know when you're a kid and you like bang your knee or you like take a tumble and you run to your mommy or dad or your grandparent or whoever was your caregiver and you're crying and you're like having a breakdown and they're just like they're there take a moment breathe catch your breath you know it's like they invite you in that moment to breathe and rest yes. so that you can receive that 
you know, allow it to move through you and, and allow yourself to calm down. And then you can like, in the act of those three things, it, it, it almost like the integration happens. So I, I love just that, that kind of like sensation of giving yourself that first mm-hmm. and trusting whatever comes up for the integration piece, whether that's the dancing or the art or the writing or the walk or whatever it is, really trusting yourself. Mm-hmm. And then acting through it, you know? Yes. I love it. Yeah. And the other thing I love too about your example is the, I mean, how often when we bang our knee on something, do we immediately put our hand on it? Mm-hmm. And that touch, you know, we're not like programmed that way. That's instinctual. You know, yeah. We're, we're doing that in the moment because that's what the body needs. Right. Because it feels better when right. you're that healing it, touch. Yes. And it also brings all of your attention into the body, not into your head. You're not like, oh, I banged my knee. Oh, God, it hurts so much. Let me think my way through this. That's not what you do. You no. grab your knee and you're like, oh, the pain. Okay, just breathe through it. Yeah. Like instantly you're in your body. Instantly. And that, that is the answer to your question. That's what I help my clients see because they already know that, right? Everybody knows that instinctually we have all the answers that we are seeking within ourselves. I love that. Yes. And I 100% agree. As, as body mind coaches, you know, we are here as like GPS systems, like, Hey, turn right. Right. You're still driving. The client is still driving the car. You're just helping them navigate to the answers that are already within them. I love it. Yes. I love it so much. Breathe, rest, receive, integrate. Like you said, from a very animalistic, primal nature, we already know that that is the answer. Right. It's just sometimes. It's a very like, like divine receptive sort of. At like way of feminine. being it's very feminine it's very allowing very feminine yeah and even you know we all have masculine feminine energy and yes and I think the movement that's happening like as a collective humanity is we're starting to recognize the imbalance in that and that the more we can tap into the feminine the more we can receive those divine you know innate wisdom right within us yeah absolutely yeah absolutely I love it so I have one more question for you and it's a little bit of a fun question okay (laughs) what do you think a thriving life is and how do you create it for yourself two-part question do apologize. <laughs> what what is a thriving life and how do you create it? Hmm. I think my new awareness around what that means for me is a thriving life is when I am when I am totally wholly tapped into my wholeness and 
it it emanates through in all of my felt relationships. Yeah. With nature, with my clients, with my significant other, with my family, with my friends, with my colleagues, with the people I meet on the street, you know, the person who's checking me out at the store when when I can have, you know, this wholeness that's just like seeping out and and helping me connect with the world around me in a in a deep, meaningful way, that's when I'm thriving. I love that. Yeah. And I think it's way easier than I thought to cultivate it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because it goes right back to what we were just saying. Like I cultivate my wholeness when I am breathing, resting, receiving and integrating. Yep. That's when I'm, that's when I'm, you know, tapping into it. And I'm drinking it. it up. Yes. That's incredible. So incredible. Oh my God. You think about it, it's like, oh, it's so easy. It's so simple. (laughs) Why do we have to make it all so complicated? Yeah. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. So, um, my partner was out of town for a week, and I'm on spring break from, I'm in graduate school, and Mm -hmm. I. I literally spent three days where I didn't come out of the house and I binged watched the Americans. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> You're welcome. You can blame that one on uh, my future husband. Yeah. That's all his fault. <laughs> and I had this moment where I realized that I wasn't judging myself for that. That yeah. I was just so in it. I was just allowing myself to rest and be in my own energy field without having to give anyone any of me. Right. That I could just like, it was almost like I was in a little cocoon. Mm-hmm. And I was aware in that moment that, you know, rewind a few years ago, I would never have been able to sit on the couch for that long because I would have been beating myself up about all the things that I wasn't doing Right. All the ways that I was a shitty, shitty person. Yes. Can 100% relate. Yeah. Yeah. And instead I just let myself be in it, fully in it, you know, and just like embracing the, you know, the, the hermit mode. (laughs) And, you know, I woke up one morning and I was just, it was just time to, to do something. It was time to. Right to move forward and then I had all this had all these um, epiphanies and like all these answers just flooded in all this new energy to you know create and and live and you know experiment and get curious and, and it just blossomed out of me right and it's because I gave myself that time to really rest without the judgment without the like I should be doing something right now right instead I'm just gonna do exactly what my body wants to do I love that I love that it really reminds me of you know I I I came to this epiphany one time I was like you know 
we work so hard so that we can rest a little bit. What if we flip that script and we rest really hard so we can work a little bit? Yeah. And how much more productive would we be from a state of full rest Mm -hmm. so that we can receive, so that we can integrate, so that we then can do and do so much more effectively? Right. Yeah, yeah, Tim Tim Ferriss has a great book, The 4-Hour Workweek. Yes, so and good. He basically just says exactly what you said. In a, in <laughs> Perfect. The <whole> book. <laughs> so whole book of, hey, you should just rest a lot and then yeah. do a little bit. Okay. Yeah, we got it all backwards. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It has been such a pleasure today with you. Such a pleasure. I mean, when I said you were incredible before, uh, I definitely meant it, but I now think everyone sees how (laughs) incredible you are. (laughs) Like you're just one badass woman. That's what it is. Just dropping it like a badass. I I will receive that. Yeah. And I will, I will also reflect it back to you that. Oh, thank you. you. A lot. So much of my journey has been like these felt relationships with people that have, given me permission, you know, to be my most authentic, raw self. Yeah. Have, have totally received me with love and appreciation and recognition. And you are one of those people. Absolutely. Yeah. Such a blessing. Yeah. I will receive that. Thank you. Lucky, lucky, so lucky to have you. Oh, I feel the same way. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I am going to go ahead and say, if you want to hear more about Miss Amy, why don't you tell them where that they can find you? Okay. Um, Like your website and Instagram and all that. (laughs) Um, My website is elementshifting.com. And my IG name as well is just elementshifting, one word. Facebook, same deal. Awesome. And anyone can work with you, right? Totally. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. So if you feel <laughs> called to reach out to Miss Amy or work with her or follow her, please do all of the above because she is kind of incredible. And I hope that you really receive something amazing out of this. Uh, I hope you received something, Amy. I did. Absolutely. Good. I received a lot. It was incredible. And uh, man, I can't wait to we'll have to do this again sometime. I would love that. All right. Well, for now, I'm going to go ahead and get off and uh, we will see you later. All righty. Thank you for joining me today on the Everyday Wise Woman podcast. I am so grateful you are here. If you love this episode, please subscribe to my channel and leave us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out online at Cody Lee, that is C-O-D-I-E, lea.com slash everyday wise woman. I would love to hear from you and what you got out of this episode. So please drop me a message and also share this with another amazing woman in your life. Let's connect more women to their inner truth and wisdom. And always remember you are wise and powerful beyond measure. Oh, 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 oh,